Laughing vampires dance, feel the voodoo curse. Kirby's Disc Golf World. All right. This is Kirby's Disc Golf World. As always, I'm Disc Golf Jesus. And you're welcome, Isaac Robinson, I think his name is. Um, anyway, it doesn't really matter. With me in studio always, Swiss to the cheese. And our roaming reporter, back in studio one again, J.K. Discoff. So, guys, how's the discs been flying? I mean, we just got to – I feel like this has been a while since we've all three had a round together. At least that's how it feels. Yeah, we had a round together. We did that. Yeah. Together, yeah. I, mean, I, I got a, a disc stuck in a tree, and then I climbed the tree. How long would you say we were throwing discs at that tree? I don't know. Like in the middle of a league. It was so bad. Yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, it was definitely. I fell out of the tree. Swiss cheese caught me. It was pretty cool. I don't know if it was pretty cool. I was like kind of nervous that something was bad was going to happen. And all of a sudden, he dropped. I don't remember. The disc was so far up. It was like. We got, we got, we got it down. Yeah, yeah. Swiss, fucking JK just kept throwing discs and getting them stuck yeah, back yeah. up in there. And I got my disc and, three stuck um, three times. Yeah, yeah. We did have. Yeah, it was good to get around. Right after I threw it around. Yeah, and I, yeah, I threw around. This, I threw around this morning with my son, and that was. I got thirty six in, and I caught Reed from about ten fifteen feet in the air. So yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I should have started with a turkey, but I missed the fucking putt, so I started with two birdies and and the par. Yeah, but then the ne- you start off with the turkey, and then the next that yeah, then so you lost the disc. So I did walk from yeah, yeah. So it was it wasn't one of your big ones, but yeah, to have I repeated a shot that I had a really good shot on this morning, and I repeated the same shot. Is so I was really happy about that. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I hit, if I hit more than one step putt in a round, I, I feel like that's a good round for me. So. Jay is like the king of like the Ezra step up. Yeah. Um, he's, he's quite the proficient at it. Um, in my first round, I hit metal twice. Um, wait, wait, you only said about it one time. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I did again too. Interesting. Was that was not, that was more like a bowl. That was not. A, but it was still on. The, it was still in flight. It was definitely bottom hole. But like the other one was bad. That one I feared. That one was nice. That was beautiful. I was like, when you leave the hand, you just know you got it. And you're like, yep, got it. Yeah, but then, yeah. Yeah, that was a good round. I was, you know what's funny? I think it's like, man, as far as my game goes, I mean, the first round I was kind of trying a lot of things to do instead of stuff. But it's, the more you play it, the more. Consistent, my fire. Uh, no, far you, you were creating a circle two putts like it was, like it was pretty impressive out. today. Yeah, it's pretty lights out. But it's like, you know, and it's just, you get the play even more, and then things just kind of flow. It's been the first time since I've come back around. Honestly, so kind of interesting along those lines that took that to finally get my fuck to the position of my fuck all these days. 
Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, taking a step back. So, Swiss, what's your favorite town to disc golf? Ooh. So, so at this course, course at the time one, I hated right? Mm-hmm. But on um, a non night, I either like at 10 a.m. or earlier or like a 5 a.m. Especially this time of year. I'm this, kind of hot in the day. <laughs> yeah, so this. Like, I'm more. I'm more into that than anything else. You know, anywhere it's kind of cool. So yeah, like, this time it's too. I it gets too buggy. This today was nice at five. It wasn't too buggy, but that Fairfield that course just fucking gets swamped with fucking mosquitoes, and it's really bad. Actually, to go back to the fucking course, I shot pretty fucking well today. You did. Like, like, and like, I think at least three star frames. And like, and Jefferson missed the fucking first one where we should have had one. Okay, come on. That you put me like twenty five. I'm like, come on. But um, twenty five anytime. I'm like forty five. <laughs> I know my range. <laughs> I have a better percentage of hitting like a 38 than I do a 25. Like four, 14, 15, and 16 at that course. I think I pretty much got not 14 as much anymore, but I used to have that locked in hardcore. But I think those three holes I pretty much have locked in that I can not for now. I'm not poking any of those holes. And I'm going to get the point gonna where get I, I need to block away from the white. For a little bit, and just throw golds for a bit. Interesting. You think you're gonna make that move? Um, for at least a weekend. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just try it out. Yeah, that or that or um, the next time I go to Fairfield, um, it's either going to be like, if I didn't have to write, I probably went to Warren. But um, if I, it's either I'm gonna go gold or I'm only bringing putters mids. I don't, yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah, like, Instead of like, 
Instead of like, yeah, I want to like rock it in this bro. I want to like, 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 No, not really. There, there's certain holes where I throw certain discs. Yeah, I get it. And there's. But well, like, I man, just, what, what, the Pharaoh you threw, but what were the other discs you lost out of your bag? Uh, the Falcon. Didn't you really lost the Falcon. Yeah, I lost the Falcon a while ago. Really? No, I I threw I I threw it a good amount. It was okay. it was up there with like the Excalibur. Um, I lost my Raider. I lost the pep uh the Pepper was in my bag. Uh, what else? Because I lost that groove, but I got a groove back. And the groove I got back is so fucking lightweight and just. Do you think you're the number one groove lover of all time? He might be. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard anyone like actually enjoy the groove as much as you do. I, I thoroughly enjoy the groove. Like I, I'm thinking like I want to get another one. Really? Because my like I went frisbee golf on my son today, and all he wanted to do is to hold my groove. I'm like I'm like man, maybe I just need to get you one, so you can have it, so you can carry one around. You gotta start like a little cult. Like. Like one of my ups, like one of my mistakes. I sh- sh- looking back when we went to Minnesota, Michigan, wherever the fuck we went. I don't remember. <laughs> Same difference. Whatever. Um. Uh, we went to that shop and they had like six grooves, and I only bought one. Like looking back, I should have just bought the bunch. Have you ever bought like a brand new one? And um. Yeah. To start. When uh, okay, when you, bought, like, no, you had that tie dye one at one at one point, right? Oh yeah, you did get that one. That. Yeah, that, that yeah, that's the one that my wife bought me. That one. But like, Infinite doesn't have any grooves. I look. Yeah. I look what happens down. when you like actually start making grooves? What are you gonna do? You gotta like have a little stockpile. I know. I gotta I start to stuff. Be real. Yeah. Let's, let's do like a good five hundred release. Like realistically, you just need to start your your groove fandom. And like have people like follow along like the there, there's no that. there's nobody like like no matter what like you like no they won't because like it's viewed as like the most trash like everybody hates it it's true you know the monarch is like the same thing but no one says anything the, mon- the monarch is the monarch is fucking hot garbage i <laughs> like <laughs> No, my my wife threw a monarch. My wife, my wife actually liked the monarch. She threw it. like it monarch. was just, and um, it was just not for like it didn't really have the arm speed like yeah, it's understable. It, it, yeah, throw understable. Yeah, so so my wife threw it, and then like I got my buddy Chewy to throw it. I'm like, dude, this is a really good disc. Just to, just to fucking make fun of him when he throws it. I'm like. I'm like, I'm like, it's a fucking girl's desk. I'm like, that's what it is. Well, what does that mean? Yeah, it's for less arm strength. Dude, I used to fuck with that Japan, like, Valkyrie monarch. Yeah. No. no. Yeah, it was had, like, the top of a of Valkyrie. No. What's it? Well, yeah, I don't remember. Did it have a weird bottom or no? Um, I don't think so. I think it had the bottom of a Valkyrie, the top of a monarch, and it was, like, 154. And I, I only got it because I got like, this random Japan open mystery box. And I had like this like 147 Banshee that was like the most overstable disc I've ever had. It was nuts. I fucked with that thing. That was like the first disc I think I got like a Heiser flip. Because I think it was super understable and it was just so light that it would just like turn. Heiser flip without even trying. That was a good disc. Oh, man. 
remember. I lost so many cool discs, like just along the road. Yeah. Like, is there any like disc that you lost that you can like remember? Like, dang, if I only had that disc, like, I can never like replicate it. Um, there comes two that I really didn't think of. So, one, and they're both, I lost them both on our trip. Is that fucking champion Valkyrie that we did great. And I hadn't, I hadn't played, played it anyway in a while because of the injury, and I was like, like the first throw I just fucking ripped the hot and fucking shamed it. And I'm like, fuck. It's gone. <laughs> then, um, my, my go to Mamba, um, fucking. That was because of fucking Jedi. I was like, I'm going to get it over the fucking light. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was stupid, right? Like, it was the first trip playing in for like a couple of months at the end here. And then I don't want to fucking go try to clear my legs. But my ego got involved. My treasure card didn't work. Um, those two are probably the most. And the funny thing is, I don't know if I'd like throw that cream board, but like, dude, that thing was fucking beautiful. My Monopoly guy stamped Uzi Shriek. Oh yeah. yeah, that one was on the trip too. That that was a fun. That was a fun one. That I kind of wish I still had. Um, You're not gonna see your your groove. Yeah, my groove signed by yeah. That that's fine. Like, uh, but didn't you? Okay, well, that has a lot of value to it. What are you talking about? It was not only signed by Simon Lazat saying, "Why would you throw this?" or something like that. Yeah, and you aced with it and then parse rated. I did. Forgot about that too. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's a cool day. Um, but it's gone. Uh, yeah, that, that's probably my second one, and that's more. Yeah, but I figured they knew that one, and they would. All the fans were like, "Oh, that that's one of the ones." I, sure. I feel like we don't reference it that often. I think this we happened. Do. I don't think we do. Like, there's no disc in your bag right now that you couldn't like. You would be actually be upset if you lost. Like you like kind of would have like a mini like heart attack. You're like, I don't know if I have the shot anymore. Hmm, no. Yeah. There's, There's probably, probably like, like two. My, probably, probably my Mr. Mamba Beat Driver. But, but even, even then, I'm not pulling that guy out as much as I normally do. Mm-hmm. If you go through phases, I'm yeah. sure it'll be bad. Um, and like, also, maybe my Roadrunner. Because I don't, I don't think, think if I pick up another one, one of those Roadrunners, it's going to be the same as that one. Like it's a little poppy pop and like it's my go to disc for the most part. So maybe, maybe those, those two act together. Like, like, but like, like yeah, even, even even when I lost that, that like Valkyrie, it's like I get to work, work in something new. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's the way I kind of look at it. And that's, that's what I kind of experience. Like I want to say maybe my boss, my champion boss, could so beat in, so fucking, it's been in my bag for so long. Uh, bring you back to like lost this thing and also the trip. How would you not say that Excalibur? That, that really beat it because I got my my new one is I'm happy with my new one. My new one is another thing which has been in your bag since like the beginning. It feels like yeah, but that they had a really beat in fucking like all blacked out like yeah. that that you got like you got got me for a Christmas present one year and um yeah that's been in my bag for that was in my bag. For, but again, I I replaced it and I forgot about it. And I think I like my new one better because it gives so much more like ground action. 
Yeah, it's definitely more over the table. Yeah. So I don't know. So, but um, no, I definitely I think it is well known for everyone that if I lose that blue destroyer, I I will be devastated. Yeah, I think uh, my boss is the only one that I really think. What? No, go ahead. Uh, My boss is the only one I really think is going to be the one that I if I want to that I would keep looking for. Um. And be the loft, but I got replacement loft, so. Yeah, that does good fucking. Every time I've seen Reed throw that loft, it's like 50 50 fucking great or just fucking nature. Like, there's no. Like, I, 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 I don't really. I, like, it's not consistent whatsoever. I, 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 would, I wouldn't consider that. I wouldn't say that. Because okay. I, I only threw it today with you guys. Oh, and, one today. And I threw the same. I threw the same exact shot with it earlier in the day, and it fucking just skipped a little bit more, and it skipped into the path. I should have birdied both. I should have birdied the second hole twice today, but got a fucking bad skip my first time. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh yeah. So we're gonna go into the pros. Talk a little bit about Idle Wild. We did see some really. Like they talk about Idle Out Wild, the course. I mean, we've played it. We know how hard it is. It just being like the hardest or one of the hardest courses on tour. And Isaac Robinson just lit it up three straight rounds. It didn't seem that like anything was going wrong necessarily. It seemed that every line that you seemed just impossible to hit, he was hitting, and his putters all were fire. Nine, ten, three days in a row with rain. And that's the other impressive thing. able to do it and not only in the good conditions, but also the poor conditions. It really just seemed like he had that course dialed up. Yeah, that seems to be what the winner of Wild does. Fucking Ganon Burr won it last year, right? Was that Kyle, 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 Kyle Kyle was one of those. Kyle Kyle won the playoffs last year. Yes. Yeah, but he was still on fire the whole time. And he was yeah. like, it was just, um, who do you do? Who do you play off of? Andrew Marweed. Yeah. And he played play off of Andrew Marbury, so of course he won. I, what does that mean? Andrew Barbie's I mean, granted, his this season has been very not stellar, but he's he's good disc golfer. I did see an Andrew Marbury tour series hurricane. If it was like twenty bucks instead of twenty five bucks, I would have been like, mm, maybe if I lose one of my hurricanes. The hurricane. Yeah, that's one yeah, of my favorite. One was gifted to me by a fan, so. Nice. What fan gave you a hurricane? Nobody throws that trash. <laughs> I, do, I would run go. Uh, I would run over who actually won the Halo Mamba if that's one of their more popular ones. I wonder like, what what Yeah, instead they're all hanging on their wall. Do you think that like they just randomly decide what that's going to be Halo. Halo. Yeah, eventually, that's just the goal. Yeah, eventually, I think they're just going to ride Halo off. You know what I mean? That's all. I think they're they're going to get like everybody's going to. If they're going to sell off, they have a lot of this. I mean, all that. They have a lot of this. You got me on that one. But like, if yeah, why not? Why not? Five hundred tickets for Pro? Why not? That's the limit. Because I, I thought it was like almost like for one round. I remember Reed telling me that. Yeah, because Reed knows. Oh yeah, yeah, something like something like that. Because yeah. my my wife tried to get me a yeah, star group. Like, 
Whatever that, whatever that runs, you can do that. You can do that at Amarana everything. Maybe not. Whatever like the sellers are, they're gonna. What disc would you want to see in Halo Plastic? Mamba. That's already done, and I want to. Another one. They've done Mako Three, right? I think so. Yeah. T Rex or T Devil. I don't think they even make the T Devil anymore. I, I threw a T Devil for, for, I, threw for a little bit. I used to throw a T Rex too. That was awesome. I threw I I thoroughly enjoyed throwing a T Rex and a T Devil at one of junctures in my life. Man, put forehand discs. Mm, man, that's a tough one. I can't really think of a one to do in a Halo. They've hit every major one already, right? Like maybe they got Sidewinder too, don't they? I'm not too sure on that one. I know, like, destroy Halo Excalibur. Give me a Halo X scale. Halo X scale? That would be cool. I'm surprised they can have that. I got an 8 second one. Yeah, Nate should lock that. I'll get another one. Cat, she's she's got her to her. No, yeah. Also, X scale. Is it really? Yeah. That's kind of dope. Yeah, that's how. I want to mind a cat merch. Fucking Halo X scale. Fucking pretty fucking tight. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're serious. Cannot have people buy that all day. I don't think the pro gets to decide it. Like, to just be like, make this a Halo. Oh, whether it's Halo or not? Yeah. I agree with you on that. Halo. They select Glow. I guess. That's fair. Yeah. I guess, no, Derek Gurthy is a Halo Wraith as his, but I don't know if he, like, chose that or if they were just like, we're going to do it. Halo Sounds familiar. But is, there, is there a Halo ABR? I don't think so. How does Sonic not ABR? So the Star Groove thing? Or wait, Halo wait, 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 wait. What meme is the Halo Sonic? It's just the Sonic. Oh. Yeah. It's just like a, this is like a dog disc. Yeah. All right, bring it back. I don't know, though, because that's what we were talking oh, yeah. about. Isaac Robson dominating it. And those things, we saw Chris Dickerson maybe not having like a stellar like, start that he wanted necessarily, but he was still, for some reason, felt like he was in it. And I don't know if that was just because of the name. And I was just thinking, you know, like, Chris Dickerson is quote unquote supposed to win this thing. And it just felt like he was close to him. At the same time, I felt like when you look at it, Isaac Robson was just never not in control. There was never a time where anything seemed to slip up. He just pretty much cruised the entire way. So just to show that. So, uh, Jay, and I, I want to hear Jay's perspective on this. We kind of di- disagreed a little bit on this. Is this a hot run read, or is this more to come for eyes around, in your opinion? It's a hot round. Hot round? Okay. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's a fair <coughs> Can you call it a run if it's not, like, consistent? Nah, not consistent. Yeah, no, he, no, we looked at that. That's not true. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's been this season. It's been this season, which I understand. It's just been a hot, like it's. It could have been a hot. It's just been a hot fucking couple. Because like you can like it could be like you can look at Haley King with the opposite. Like has she just been fucking? Because she hasn't been playing that bad. She's been. I don't know. At at some tournaments, but there's other tournaments where she was in the tops. But. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. That's what it comes down to. I don't think that I, I think if Isaac Robinson was taking like like it was consistently like 
top tens, top fifteens, even and those like tournament after tournament after tournament, I would say, okay, this is something that you really have to watch out for. But when it's like I mean, granted a win's a win, so now like this next tournament I think will be like a really big opportunity to like change my perspective on this because if he comes out and does something amazing at this next um tournament he's in i'm not too sure which one it is i think it might be um f- um the one in michigan toboggan oh no yeah it is uh, i don't know not um but whatever he comes back and if he bounces back and does take a top five top 10 even i'll give you top 15 and kind of consistently cruises that way the entire rest of the season then i can respect what he's doing but right now it seems like he does pop off for even just a good score even i honestly he just won so that's pretty big but even when he like took top five it's like okay where's he gonna go now but then follows it up with like a 50th place and a 60th place and even 40th place stuff like that it's just i can't third and first third and, first. and then something stop. else in the top 10 or no it might be important I yeah, yeah i think he's made I want to say three on the season. And the other thing, granted, the other thing where I want to say, I just want to say yes, he's like kind of making a name for himself in a sense, is his putting. His circle one putting being the number one on tour. I think that should gain a lot of respect. Now, we look at when he puts it together, I love like he can convert, but the problem is him putting himself in for these opportunities is just not necessarily where he wants it to be. And if he can improve upon that, well, we're going to see like dangerous Isaac Robertson because he does not miss inside the circle. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I, I, to do, do that, do what he did, it was pretty impressive. He was about 10 strokes away from third place. You go further down, all of the miraculous final day, he got him off into the top six. Top six, but like, even if he was like, I want to take you know what I mean? Yeah. Behind, behind them also. So, I mean, it's going to be impressive. Um, that's, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, we'll see. I, I wouldn't be surprised. How, how about this? Same question. Is this Paul having a good run and a good day? Or. Is there more to come? And he's about to just flip the switch and become on the path of on the path. No, I mean, no. I think that the, that Paul just isn't there right now. I just think that. Do you think that Paul will come back? That Paul will ever be the dominant force again? What world are you? you and I, I, I don't agree. I think that it's, if he's not doing this at other tournaments consistently, you're. I just don't know if that miracle coming back at the time where it needs to come back is going to last. Eventually, that's going to stop. And I think that we're going to be on that decline right now. So you think there's no more Tiger? I think so. Now, I'm going to say that he's going to win Worlds or something, but I still think, like, within the next four years, especially that fourth year, we're not going to be staying Paul McFadden as much. If you were to say it, that'll be the time we're going to start bringing up other things that Paul has done and, like, his old accolades rather than stuff that he's doing then. Yeah, I, I, and I, I think, think that's still together, man. I'm, I'm still saying that stuff. I still think he's going to do amazing. Young talent that's coming in, especially that we're going to see more young talent from these younger kids that are just putting up an amazing rounds. They're just going to, I think, outlast. Like we saw the transition between, like, not necessarily the Ken Climber area, but the early 2000s, but disc golf was. And then you got a little bit more with Paul Beth and Nico, the Will's Shooter, stuff like that. And then now you're seeing the generation with even, like, Eagle. So he's, like, still on the. 
he's no longer one of those young guys that we're talking about. Like the Kyle Klein and Gannon Hurts were doing what Eagle was doing, but now they're 17. So I think they're going to see a lot more of that happening, and they're going to be pushing out a lot of the old heads. Uh, yeah, I think that just says something too. Is Paul used to run away with things? Oh, well, then, that's true. Yeah, he just. And uh, obviously, we just talked about Isaac Robinson kind of running away with things, but we used to see like, run away so much more often. Now it seems like we've gone through like playoffs, seeing coming down holes, or it's back and forth. Leaders changing. And I think that's just what's going to keep happening. It's going to get harder and harder and harder. I would not be surprised if we don't see Eagle the rest of the year. Really, he talked about being really serious and really responsible, and just like, because what's the point of coming back when you're eighty percent just to hurt yourself again? Like he's already been out and losing it. Why risk it? Yeah, yeah. I'm still I know he's like a lot of left hand. He's playing left hand, but he's not even like trying to toss. I mean, I don't know. Oh, but like I've seen him post like about like playing lefty only right, and like he's not bad. Like I wouldn't say he's a professional. But he's not like bad. Yeah, but even like that's what we're talking about, like sometimes competing on tour with 80 uh, and form. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Oh, it's interesting. But man, it's it's kind of nerve wracking to see where we could like like where, where this could be with, with with Eagle as it hasn't been here. Yeah, and that's like another thing is we, we there's like still a missing piece of the puzzle that we haven't really seen. And really from our <laughs> we always really talk about it has been really Sad to say, unimpressive because, like, we see, like, Elvin, like, it's just not mentioned a lot. Paul not really being much in contention of the tournament. I mean, Chris Dickerson's hanging around, but we're just kind of like missing a lot of it, which is fine because we get to see. A I think, lot I think different... it makes it better, makes this go. Yeah, I agree. It's just like, I think that's like another point. Like, I'm saying, like, it's just the rest of the field. Is I know what we have had that happen kind of in the females, except it's been. Bailey Monahan, who's been moving up, but it's been mostly females. To talk when she was here, she was dominating, mm-hmm. and Paige has been up there. And then it's Bailey Monahan, and then it's been the one or two tournaments. Haley King's another one we've always put out there that she won the tournament. Like the ones that we haven't been talking about are the ones that are coming are coming up, like the ones that are in the top, but we haven't been talking about because they've been. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. Let's go straight into the segment with ladies. One of Reed's favorite. Christina Allen has just been dominant this season. I think that it, the whole conversation about is Valerie Mondehano better than Katrina Allen, which is so stupid. It, it just I, Valerie Mondehano is having a great season. She's been playing amazing. She's, I think, when we're talking about is as Isaac Robinson a thing or name a conversation. Valerie Mondehano is a name in the conversation now. However, I think it's ridiculous to compare her and Katrina Allen at the same because Katrina Allen, this is her third win on the year. She's only taken outside the top five one time this year, and that was a ninth place. She's been 
playing kind of not necessarily out of her mind. She's a two-time world champion, so we've seen this level of play before. But she's playing a damn good season. I feel like it's being really unrecognized. It's just because she doesn't feel the same. But she's still dominant. No, it's the reason. I think the reason is is because she's 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 the three tournaments she's won, and but then there's tournaments where she's been she's only moved up from being really low. Like her final rounds and her second to final rounds have been so unbelievably good and it's been boosting her up because everybody's been fucking laying an egg on their final rounds. That's what that's what I've noticed a lot. Fucking all the top people, all like uh what was the, not this tournament, but the last tournament there was the two people that were trying to fucking win, they both sucked ass and then it just allowed that allowed Katrina Allen to move up on her final round, and I think that's why you don't see, you don't hear much of it. It's always the she, comeback. Yeah, it's always like, yeah, she, she, she's not, she's not putting up. Yeah, she's one of their, like you have flip her rounds, like you have her first round on the first day, and then, and then have her finish out. You'd be hearing a lot more of. Oh, she she's doing so good, but she's tearing. Yeah, she's, tanking. Tanking. Yeah, she's, she's tearing out. If everything was switched, but this this one you just don't see it because she's up there, but you're not seeing it because she's either winning it or she's not really in contention. But she's moving up enough where it, it looks like she was in, at the final at the final stages when you see the score at the end. Be like, oh, it looks like she was in contention. It's like when when you see a team win eight to three, and you're like, "Oh, it was eight, uh, eight to 13 You're like, "Oh, it was it was close," but this team scored thirteen in the first three runs, first three innings, and then the eight were scored at the end when they had uh, pitch uh, fucking first baseman pitch. Yeah, man, I, I, I agree with you on that. I, I agree with you on that front. It, it's just, yeah, it's all like it's not even just one thing, like. You know what I mean? I mean with, with Evelina, it was like, oh, her putt, her putt, her putt, right? Like with Kat, there's times where they can't off the tee. She's off to the right. Like she's pulling a lot out of the season. And then there's days where her putt doesn't fall. Like it just doesn't drop. But for her to overcome that, you know what I mean? It is impressive. Like when you put, when you stack those stats, it's hard to just do that. I can't debate that. Right? Like we, those are proof of the putting. And that is what it is. But for her to respond that way is pretty – Amazing, it just feels different. different. Like, like in, as, as we're watching it along the line. Um, but yeah, yeah what else we had? We had we had uh, Haley King and Natalie Ryan drop out. <laughs> Haley King due to uh, injury uh, before the first round started, I believe. Yep. And then Natalie Ryan got an umbrella. Yeah, and there's a lot of talk about like what should happen if her DNFs don't finish. Should there be a punishment? You know, and I, I don't know. What, what's your guys' take on that? Like, should you just be able to DNF and just nothing happen? Man, I think the people that have issues with DNF is like, because they view it as like ratings or like, you know what I mean? Like, like they're doing it for like yeah. a bad reason. Yeah, like, I, like, I don't like people that just play the whole round and then the 18th hole. They just walk and don't do it and don't finish the 18th hole. Mm-hmm. It's like that bothers me as a DNF. Yeah. Like, but if you, if I don't know how Natalie Ryan, like if Natalie Ryan hit the sixth hole and she's like, I am way too cold and I am fucking way too wet. I'm out this bitch yeah. and walked out. Then I'm fucking totally fine with it. Yeah, you are okay with that though. That is yeah, something yeah, that you can trust. Even though, like, who was that? Wasn't on that put that up or I was like, 
after Natalie Ryan's DNF, she's always placed within the top five. Yeah, within the top five in the next tournament. It's top five or top ten, but yeah, like dude. That that, that, that was brought up is like, should there be a punishment for DNF? Uh, okay. Like, because like, are you truly hurt? Are you true? Like, you know, that's the optics of it, right? But man, like, I, you gotta work. It's always gonna. We have all these cops. We have it in basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah, people like, take it off. And people yeah, yeah. take tournaments off all the time yeah, too. Yeah. Fucking, it's I I'm fine with it. it. To be to be honest, I would be more as long as it's in the first round. I don't know about the second round, and that's like injury. Yeah, obviously injury. I feel like is always acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Right. But then what's the, what's an injury? No, I I, I guess the like the the argument with that is just. You're taking up a spot from someone else that could have been playing in the tournament, and but I don't know. I, I it's a very interesting point. Do spots really sell out? Yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> I think in the women for now too, they're standing there. You got record participation and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's just so many more people that are playing. There's not really not a lot of spots. So. Yes. And then tying for second place, we did have Missy Gannon and Owen Scoggins. Kind of, it seemed like again, it seems closer than I feel like is, but Katrina was never really not in control. I felt, I felt like there was, especially the last one, there's a few hiccups here and there, but I still felt that this is a Katrina Allen, yeah. She, she put, she put the rounds together. She, the, she won this one. She's, it's like she fucking went over top and just flipped the switch. But Owen's been fucking shooting really good. She yeah, won a tournament. She's fucking. She she took third. She took third at Worlds, and I had fucking yeah, whatever he just said. Took second at this one. Took fucking second like a time before that. Man, she's a beast. Owns legit, and she's Owns doing legit. it by not throwing as far as everybody. Yeah, something awesome. to be said. Her putt is carrying her that much. Just shows how good she is. Yep. Friend of the show. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> awesome. Cool. But that was Idle Wild. Uh, they are in Europe right now, but they're, I don't know what the, because like, they started the round. Like, yeah, but like, they started it, and we're not going to talk about it just because. I I, all know. I know is James Crowder was in first place in the first round, and he said that he went into the tournament blind. He just showed up and was like, let's do this. Eric Hardley is leading after day two. Yep. Because um, there's like a weird break today, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's break. going on. I'm kind of paying attention, but it's like it's also like it's the card too. Yeah, 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 that's where like, like I'm at work. I can't yeah, like walk. You want to know what? That's the next tournament we go to, guys. Let's go to Europe. Fuck it. Dude. He's in Iceland. I wouldn't mind Iceland. And that's not as bad of a flight. It's like, I want to say it's like five hours from, no, three hours? Is it you can watch Thomas Gilbert playing Canada. That would be if you're going to be in Iceland, how do you not go to Sweden? Just you just don't go, obviously. Uh, but that's going to lead uh, us off to a little bit of a game we have going. Not necessarily a game, but I feel like there's a lot of talk about the Disc Golf Professionals logos. If you love them or hate them, and it seems like a lot more people have some criticisms on these people's logos just being unoriginal, and a lot of them just picking their first and last initial and just slamming together. And whoever does that is just dumb. So we're going to be doing Rate That Logo Disc Golf Professional Style. Oh, oh, damn, that, little bit of- that, logo. that logo is dope as oh, fuck. Damn. Damn. So for all the audio listeners that are confused right now, they are talking about our logo that is on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I assume we're supposed to rate that logo. I, I do like I do like our logo. I'm a fan of our logo. And I'm a fan of our name. I thoroughly enjoy our fucking name. 
Cool. Okay. Awesome. Well, we'll right, our side. Right, so, so our audio listeners, we're just going to be obviously for you guys. You can't see it, but if you're out, you're watching this. You got to actually see the logo going on. Just come check in this part out. Um, yeah. We'll put Jefferson. will put a um, timestamp, so you guys just timestamp and go right to the rating logo. Well, that's not gonna happen. Thirty nine minutes. All right, um, let's go. Let's move but yes, yeah, so. Well, I'm assuming you guys are going to know the logos. Maybe they'll well, explain we'll a little see. more. <laughs> Number one, I feel like it's only fair to start with a person that kind of started the initial thing. Has run, run with it throughout the years. Starting with Mr. McBeast himself. I knew you were going to go, Paul. It, like, it, man, it's, it's a good logo. Like, yeah, it's a good it's, logo. It's, it's I don't weird. think it's a Paul McBeast. Like, I don't think it's a disc golf logo. It's a logo for, like, a car company. <laughs> it looks like a kind of like a buzzed up Tesla type thing. I yeah, like it's like it's clean, it's clear, it's. Yeah, man, I'm gonna give it like a solid. We're doing one out of ten. I take it. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm, it's already in my head. I made my choice. So. I'm gonna go give it like a solid seven point eight. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm gonna say it's like a six. Like I, I don't really enjoy. Like I don't think it's a good disco flow go. But for who it is, it's a good fucking Tiger Woods fucking kind of logo. Yeah, it's a good man. fucking top guy. Yeah, like 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 for the like I don't like it, so it's a six for me. But for the player, it is fucking right on, and it's fucking great for yeah. it. Yeah, it's a Tiger Woods. It's a fucking top yes. top pro. Yeah, go to the next. So one. There you go. Moving on. Think, wait, what? What do you think of fucking his logo? I think you pretty much fit it perfectly. I think that it it is the that represents him. You can see the logo, and you just like it. Kind of like asserts his like dominance. I feel like it's I so didn't know simple. This was just a Nico like Nico logo. I fucking hate this logo. It's <laughs> stupid. Like I don't understand the wig. Why does he have a fucking wig? Uh, his his, like, his brand. Like, it looks like the fucking yeah. sand, Like it his looks like the winged sandals. Club. His brand's club, and Flight Club, yeah. Flight. Like, should, like, if you're gonna do that, <laughs> just do a fucking bar of soap. Do the. I feel like, like you guys like still fucking kind of in middle school with the Fight Club or Flight, Flight Club, Club. Raffler. Like, He's been rocking it for like it looks like, like a, a fucking like high school fucking kind of shit. Like it's like so. Shoes that's why I was just said it looked like fucking Apollo fucking shoes. I'm sorry, Nico, and it doesn't like fit him. Um, I'm gonna go like a one. One, wow, one, maybe. Around the second you're already kind of setting the. the minimum. I know, I know. I'm gonna go two then. Yeah, that's. There has to be something worse than Nico's. I'm sorry. I mean, I would rather just lose the wing and fucking just keep the lettering. It would have been better. Or just do that's the just fucking. A, that's not logo. Oh, fair. All right, I moving think, on. And I, like a your name, your, your last name is so much dope. Like you have fucking a dope name. Nico Lacasho, fucking awesome. But I think Lacasho is a lot doper than Nico. Personally. But people can call him Nico. I feel like he's just more recognized. I, I understand. But he, like, do something with your whole name. Do like a nice calligraphy kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> fucking Nico. Nico, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go. All right, moving on. Haley King. I'm glad she's changing it. I'm glad she's changing it. It's, it I mean, it's kind of like. I never liked the whole hailstorm. Yeah, yeah, like, like if you, I don't think it's going to wait. Like it has to be, it has to be fucking with the king. Like you have to do something, and it kind of looks like it. Like if it looked more like a uh, card, card uh, font as an H, 
I think that would look cooler with the, with the hailstorm, but I'm glad she's changing. It's it's trash four. Yeah, I'll go with Rena four. Kind of reminds me of fucking like Panther logo. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's it's not it's nothing nothing right home about, it. and it's kind of like she was so young. Like it's kind of like a young person fucking. Let me th- th- let me just put something out there. Yeah, kind of like a fucking. JK and a, and some chains on it or something like that. Like I, I think at the time it was a smart choice because I think it's so Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I don't fault her for doing it because I think it helped promote and help yeah, it, it, she's, she's grown out of this. Now. Yep. It's definitely yeah. And and I'm glad she's getting one, which she said, which is exciting. Yeah. Moving on, then we have our course self, Rody Smith. I don't I always thought it was stupid. Hate it, bro. You're a hater. <laughs> oh, man. It's so trash. At least it is not... It's, at least it's not initial driven, so it is different. Like, I don't I don't understand why, like, why the dark horse with him... Don't, like, don't tell him. We'll just keep it a mystery. Okay. I, like I don't know. I, like I don't know. And, like, what, what, what bothers me, like, it doesn't look like it's connected. It looks like a fucking clip art wings it's not like merged together that's that's just like it's like man look at this fucking horse head oh look at these wings they fit perfectly oh that's my logo yeah i don't i just really don't like it like and i'm gonna but i know it sells and i know people enjoy it so i'm gonna say it's a four like I'm, exactly it, like I'm gonna give it. Like I'm gonna give with like Haley King. Like cause it's cause it's not just a natural. Cause it's different. Yeah, it's, man. Most of nine times out of every other disc golfer that would have done this would have worked in their initials onto that. Like onto that logo. But and, because this is gonna be another, yeah, this I'll is gonna be a segment. And when this goes to stamp, this is gonna get a lot lower, lot lower than that. Then I'll go four with three. Yeah, but when but when we do the stamp version and what I want to say, I want to say like three or two, just because it doesn't have initials. That's why I'm giving them a four. Yeah, I got you. Moving on, we have Simon Lazar. Uh, I'm not a fan of this. Yeah, I yeah, it kind of looks like a gas station or a fucking um. Like, like fast food joint, yeah, like some type of racing logo. Like like a fat like a fast food joint, like slippery slippery larry's or something like, like that or it should be like on a back of a mud flap type of yeah shit. It, it's it's and for for simon too i don't know how like that guy's so goofy like how he has something like this like this is trying to be paul Macbeth. this is trying to be like the the fucking logo you see that you, this is top guy but it's it's not there it's not there i'm sorry yeah all right like oh sorry what about yeah I gotta give him a number um I said three five right in the middle not too I like bad. it better than Haley King and Brody but it's still it's again it's another logo that that could be a logo for anything mm-hmm. all right moving on we have Brian Earhart it, it's it's a good it's quality like this oh. has to be like a seventy seven eight fucking logo this this logo slaps yeah. fucking this. This like this is what I want Haley King to have. Like I want Haley King to have like a king or some like a crown with like Haley in it, like something fucking to that extent. Like that slaps like this. That's what I'm hoping for her, but I don't know. This was fucking dope. And that like Tom was saying this one, it just makes me think of the fucking Brian Earhart fucking banger that 
Swiss sauce. I know that one hurts. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna yeah. Out of all the logos, I think this is from my thought process. This is the best logo in disc golf. I'm gonna go best logo in disc golf. I really feel that way. I, I also clever. I, I, I you know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Mean, yep. I, like especially this patch with the fucking yeah, yeah, California, yeah. like like like. You guys haven't seen Brian Earnhardt's logo get on. It. It, it's yeah. it's a good one. It's a, it's like it's a good one, and so that I thoroughly enjoy this logo. Gavin Rathbun. It's another logo that fits him well. It's the initials, um, man. And I don't like the initials, but it fits him well. Uh, I don't know if the R is supposed to look like a fucking um, disc golf pen. I'm assuming that's supposed to be it. I guess I never noticed that. Like it kind of like. I think that's just how he like signs his name. Really? I I think it's supposed to look like a disc golf pen, kinda. Um, this logo like this looked like a logo that you'd see on a course, like like just not instead of Gavin Rathbun, it's like Canyon Ridge. You know what I mean? Like you can see this. Um, like a shop is, you know what I mean? At a court is what I'm trying to read. And for what he, what he is as a disc golfer, I think it reads fairly good. I'm gonna read it. Man, I'll go 6.7. I, no, I think 6.9. I think this is like another seven. Like, I just for who it is, and I'm telling you that I'm telling you that that's supposed to look like a disc golf pen. Maybe, man. That'd be pretty tight. So, and I, I, and just for what he is and the goofiness of him, he has the fucking stand, uh, like he has the fucking silhouette face kind of thing, and like it just fits his fits his brand well. Moving on, then we have two more left. We have Eagle McMahon. Um, this is another solid one. It's great on a stamp. It's great everywhere else along those lines. I'm definitely going. I'll go eight point seven. Yeah, this is another seven or eight. It's a it it fits him. It looks good. It's it's cool disc golf one. It's not just the name. I mean, it's not just the fucking initials. It's the actual fucking name. Um, with the eagle. I mean, it's a good one. I I kind of wish it was more like a little bit more. I'm gonna say flamboyant. Okay. Like a little, a little bit more flashy, because of who who he is, and like I just think it'd be more fun that way. Yeah, I like the bold. I like the font, bold lettering. Yeah. I do not like the way the G looks. That kind of bothers me. Like yeah, the I cut, agree. like that. Like but also the A bot. Like I don't like how there's just that headed off, like little, like the little nipples, yeah. little triangles. Yeah, that's that's kind of, that's kind of annoying, but. But again, it's a it's a good fucking it's a good stamp. The last oh, did you guys give it a rating? I did. Uh, seven. Yeah, I gave it seven. Right. And the last one we have, Paul Uliberry. So it's obviously in reference to Uli. Yeah. I, I mean, to the average person who doesn't watch disc golf, it wouldn't read. Dude, I just didn't. Yeah. Now that you say that, I can see it, but yeah. I never yeah. do that. It doesn't read. Yeah, like it, it doesn't read that well, but it's obviously there. Um, so it is kind of unique and clever. So I'll, like you've got to. It's a, a point on that. It's another like top disc golfer one. 
like like you like like this this should be like the creme de la creme like it's sleek it's cut it's cut to the chase it's giving you what this person's all about like it gives it and again i it's kind of lame like i do love the hidden yuli and i think that's cool but it's still it's like a five maybe for me like but it fits him well and and it gives off a fucking presence I'll give it a seven. Kind of definitely. Man, it's like no different than Paul's. You know what I mean? Like everything we said, seven. And that was Rate That Logo Disc Golf Professionals. I think we really kind of alluded to it. We're going to be doing more of these style. Um, we I don't know if the next one we said we're going to be is stamps, but. Yeah, we're going to do when do the logos again. We're going to do this one. This is going to be because I think everybody's getting kind of board of puzzlers we've done so many we've it's kind of hard so and not puzzlers fucking dream doubles and professionalized so we want to do something new if you guys have any ideas send it to us so we're running really wrong are they we're actually gonna do a puzzler so we're gonna do that one for the next episode um let's just jump into we're doing puzzlers yeah we're doing puzzlers puzzlers. yes dream doubles all right guys uh uh, who is no why not I'm gonna ask that question later. I'm gonna start. This is gonna be one of the puzzlers that I'm gonna we're gonna do regularly, kind of like the rating thing. This is gonna be a puzzle I do. Uh, it's called Crazy Collections. So I'm gonna give you a disc golf pro, and you tell me like a crazy collection they have. We just came up with his own segment. I love it. So uh, and the banner that we put up. All right, let's go. Here so so the four. So I I'm starting off with four. I'm doing like the top four. So yeah. Uh, Paul Macbeth, what do you think his crazy collection would be? Oh, like what he collects? Like yeah. what's his like go-to collection? Like his crazy toenails. Yeah. You think he collects toenails? <laughs> Marbles. <laughs> Marbles. Marbles. Um, Makes they look pretty. Nice. I bet you they have like a weird collection of figurines. Just random figurines. Yes. Um, I think he collects. Uh, like figurines. Yeah, yeah, Disney princess figurines. I think he collects. Um, Hannah and Hannah. Like and Hannah. Oh, I think Hannah collects spoons, like those small spoons. I think she does that. I don't know, but um, wait, we'll go. What do you think Hannah collects? Because with they end a new one. What do you think Hannah collects? And I'll tell you what I think Paul collects. I'll do Paul first. I think Paul collects. Um. Sports cards, like I don't like baseball cards, like like sports cards. That could be. You got anything Hannah collects? Paul's probably doing it as an investment too. Yeah, if he's doing it, yes. I I can't think of anything. All right, we'll go with um, winner of the last tournament. How about Katrina Allen? What she collect? Yeah. Mm. Oil cans. <laughs> she she has a fucking she has a big ass fucking like a whole fucking five, like twenty foot wall of just oil cans like different kinds of oil cans from all over. I'm seeing like a like a wall in a garage. It's just like full of like street signs. So you think like, she's correct street signs? <laughs> like stop signs, like yield signs. Like, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Wait, I'm gonna go with. Like, hold on. She is a bird watcher, and she collects photos and like records the birds she watches. Okay, cool. All right. 
Let's go fucking Ricky Waisaki. What is he? Called? Crypto. Oh, I was trying to think of something. Like, I was going to go like NFTs. Um, gold chains. You like, want to know what? I, no, I it, it, just snapbacks. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's probably, he's probably got a shit ton of hands. I got, I, got, I got something. He collects. This is not something that he collects. People just give it to him. Saki. Just different kinds of sake. Because <laughs> <laughs> they buy sake. Everybody just fucking gives them sake. So he's a shitload of fucking sakis. And if I can go back to Paul, I bet you, like, I can see Paul being a sneakerhead. I was thinking that too, but that's kind of lame. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Waisaki uh, has a train set that he collects. He collects trains, and he has a big ass train set in his basement. Okay. Cool. All right. And Paige Pierce. Porcelain dolls. Legos. She builds Legos. She builds like the Lego puzzles. Like she's a Lego or puzzle person. Um frames the puzzles. She collects <laughs> That means he had something pop in his head, but he didn't know if it's okay to say. That means you probably not okay to say. Um she collects Beanie Babies. Oh, okay. I can see that. Beanie Babies. I can see that. All right. Um, smelliest disc golfer, guys. <laughs> Who's the smelliest disc golfer? I just don't want to answer this question. Um, Why? Like, oh, who do you think just – it's it's a random fucking – like, I, I saw people do it, so I'm like, let's just do it. Smelliest disc golfer. Someone else asked who they thought the smelliest disc golfer was. No, it was something else, but I don't give a fuck. I'm like I'm, I I took the turn into this golfer. Um, so, the smelliest disc golfers. This golfer would be. Um, I'm gonna go. Go with yours, Regan. You I'm gonna go with the one I like first popped in my head because of his diet and like. Yeah, I think we were gonna have the same one. Derek Earthy? Yeah. Yeah. Meat sweats. Yeah, oh, me like like he just like sweats. like I said, he's the fucking Guy Fieri of disc golf and Guy Fieri just looks like he's fucking sticky. <laughs> and he smells like fucking garbage. So, um, I might go with man, why do I want like I'm leaning like Hamness or Barsby, I don't know why. Alright. I'll go Barsby. Best smelling disc golfer. Kyle Klein. Really fast. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Paul McBeth. Paul McBeth like sleeps in a fucking cryogenic freezer and fucking um, rubs fucking essential oils all over his body before like before he wakes up. Like like somebody comes in. Nah, I'm starting. I'm still going back. I don't know what to say, Nico. <laughs> like, is, uh-huh. like Nico's either going to be smelling like Pete or he's going to be smelling like Nag Champa. I don't know which one it is, but one of those is fine. The other one's not. The one who like probably like sweat just like excellence and like smells like probably like lilac and leather bound books. James Conrad yeah. looks like a fine smelling man, especially like off. He looks like he's got a shit. He took it to like a weird level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right. 
of the disc golfers, who do you think the crazy couponer would be? I think I, I had two picks for this. Okay. Um, I had Katrina Allen, and I also Sarah Holcomb. Like it's like just our, like the little interaction we had with Sarah Holcomb. Like I could see Sarah Holcomb having a fucking a basement full of fucking Tide detergent and fucking like boxes of cereal and just soap and you're just like just get own. Oh man, yeah, own yeah, yeah. She's always fishing for the deal. I'll go with who's the one that had the the disc pent up, Kelly McMurray. I don't think she's a pro. Oh, she doesn't tour. I thought she toured. That runs she might. Day. I don't. Um, I'll go, man. Part of me thinks like when you say cat, I part of think like cat tries to use expired coupons. She's that person too. I can see that. <laughs> um, also, um, I'll go with couponer, man. I bet you like. Man, when I hear coupon, I just think frugal. And for whatever reason, I kind of want to think of, like, Cannon Burr is probably, like, really frugal. Okay. You want to know who might fucking smell? No, because he's fucking living off of Starburst, bro. You might, he doesn't, he won't look at it and be like, why would I spend $13 I, on fucking I, I could also see Kelvin uh, Heinberg being a crazy couponer. And I could also see Kelvin Heinberg smelling. Oh, like, terrible. But okay. do you have any putting puzzlers? I feel like we're already over an hour. I feel like we can, we can wrap this episode up. Uh, sure. Peace out, guys. Have we fun. cut two segments. We still went over an hour. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. We got things to say, apparently, guys. But if yeah. you did enjoy, make sure to rate and review the podcast. It definitely helps us out. Follow us on all our different social medias. And hopefully, see you next time.